But like Carcassonne, it is a deceptive knife fight in a phone booth game. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so clearly this reviewer is Jason Statham. You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have only one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. No. Get out of here. You, um, you're hey, actually, uh, we just passed a law. You're actually breaking the law by listening to, this the law. Po- listen to this podcast right now breaking if you have more law. than one friend. Breaking the law. So, careful, we gotta uh, pay for classic that, Classic Mike Judge. I'll reach out to Mike Judge to get that one. <laughs> I've reported your butt already to the proper authorities. Yeah. They'll be arriving any minute now. In fact, they're probably under your floorboards as we speak. <laughs> so watch out. Although, if you only have one friend, welcome friend. Well, I mean, well, no, whoa, sorry. Whoops. Welcome acquaintance. You're not my friend. That's right. Right. I I only have one friend and he's right here with me, Mr. Hey, Pete Steele. Hey, Mr. Andrew. How has your week been, Andrew? Oh, well, it's been okay. I mean, I What'd we had... Well, uh, just, you know, the same old drudgery working. You know, Today we're going to play patchwork and talk about it, Andrew. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, it's great to hear about your week. And uh, I don't know why. I feel I th- like I'm all caught up at this point. I don't know why I thought so you were interested in my on. life. Don't move know. on to patchwork, a lovely game. As I said, my best friend right here uh, is totally interested in my life. Anyway, we're moving <laughs> on to patchwork. <laughs> no, only interested in, in uh, board games here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once these mics get turned on, once they get hot, everything else gets out of my field of vision. Anything I have ever cared about, Andrew, about no longer is part of the process. Uh, All right. Yeah, we are talking about a game called Patchwork. Patchwork. Mayfair's Patchwork. Patchwork. It's a newer game. If you've never seen it before, definitely uh, should check it out. It's It's a fun game, but we'll get more into the details of it here in a second. So for all those people out there who have never played Patchwork before. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe it? Uh, just real quick, though, we don't have much time. You want me to go ahead and sum this up in one sentence? Just, just one sentence. Just, okay. That's exactly what I'm barking at. Here. All right. One sentence explanations. Well, how about this? I would say patchwork. Finally, a Tetris game that your grandma can really sink her teeth into. <laughs> Oh. Patchwork. Well, you and I both went for the same joke because. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you don't uh, I, I, when you want to keep it all a secret <laughs> to keep the relationship spicy. Uh, my uh, one sentence summary is a game for people who wish Tetris would just slow it down. Yeah. You know, so probably your grandma. Uh, probably your grandma, or she, unless she's a speed demon. Right. Imagine, uh, imagine somebody peels rubber right next to you, pull as uh, screeches to a halt next to you and then the right roll down their window and it's your grandma and she's like <laughs> hey guess what loser eat my dust and then she pulls away yeah uh maybe she's on a, a hot a cool dirt bike or something like that yeah i, I don't need to work too hard to imagine that <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what <laughs> uh but no it is a uh it's like tetris because well it's got tetrominoes yeah, yeah. or pentominoes. pentominoes technically in this case dominoes it's got yeah it's got it's all the all the uh, all the o's you all can, the o's you can all think the o's of you could you could love with it's it's a quilt it's heart. patchwork right it's a quilt themed game so right right you're like putting together a quilt but you're putting it together with these pieces that are in a bunch of different shapes they're not all just like like i i feel like uh when somebody's doing quilting and patchwork and stuff like that you think it's you think of putting a bunch of squares bunch of squares together, right? right that's what i thought yeah no way jose nope. apparently not not. <laughs> not according to mayfair's game designers here patchwork it's so there's a bunch of odd shapes that you can um 
That's really that's really the the meat of this game is the fact that they're all different shapes and you try to fit them together. Yes. Basically, you've got all the shapes laid out in a big circle around your board, and uh, you take turns, kind of going back and forth and and picking up pieces and putting them on your grid that you have, and try yeah. and try and fill up as much space as you can. You always got three you can choose from. Yes. Right? And uh, and you you just the whole game is like are you choosing the right one? You know? Right. Yeah. Which one should I choose at this moment? And also, there's a little bit of uh, like you have the purchasing involved. So you have this is my favorite part of this game. You have buttons, okay. baby. Yeah. Buttons. I figured you'd like this. Buttons. Are, <laughs> you know, I'm a big button fan. I know you're a big button guy. You like big buttons. <laughs> I like. <laughs> yeah. And small buttons. And small buttons. You know, I'm, I don't discriminate. Bitty, I love bitty all buttons. buttons. Yeah, I'm definitely. I like big buttons and can not. <laughs> this lie. game, if you're Amish, you will not like this game because yeah, it's got buttons all over the place. It's got buttons all over it. <laughs> um, Sorry, you uh, pick... go ahead and click on the next episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can skip this one, Amish people. Yeah, um, they're hearing this through a uh, a, a parrot repeating repeating <laughs> that they heard this in our room. Or someone else was listening to it. That's the only way they can hear this one. Uh, sorry, Amish. They, <laughs> or maybe sorry, non-Amish, for well, all the devil's electricity that flowed through us. That is true. We should probably all put our phones down, including this podcast, and yep. maybe do some woodworking for once in our Turn life. it off and get some whittling done, yeah. people. No, you use buttons to pay for these patches that'll go on your quilt. Oh, right. Every patch, every piece has like a cost, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. so even though you have three choices to choose from, you might, not, you might not be able to get all three of them depending on how much they cost. Yeah, some people are more fortunate than others when it comes to buttons. I'll tell you what. You know? The big fish eat the little ones, the rich mm-hmm. keep getting richer, mm-hmm. even when it comes to buttons, that's for sure. Each quilt piece also has a time associated with it. So it's it shows, basically, it's like how many spaces your piece is going to move along the board oh, right. after you pick it up. Right, right, right. So the, like some of these pieces are are larger in shape some of them are worth more some of them are more valuable as a result etc mm-hmm. etc so you have to you have to keep in mind the fact that you you want to pick a shape that you want to place mm-hmm. in your quilt on your quilt um Attach whatever it to what, your quilt whatever shape works best for the quilt that you're making but also you got to keep in mind the cost of it and the value of it there's a lot going on when you're choosing the piece you want you could spend i mean this is kind of a fun game to just kind of play real quick but you could spend a lot of time thinking about your move right it's right right, right. games where uh, if you want to yeah really stress out your brain you could spend a lot of time yeah but i would say you can't think too much into the future with this because it really does depend on what your which piece your your uh, the next player yes choose you know uh, changes where the the next uh, the next three pieces you're gonna get to choose from you know what i mean so you can start to think a little bit ahead uh but it's really gonna go to crud if they make yeah. a certain move you know what i mean so well, that, that's kind of the other fun part about this is you there's a lot of uh screw overmanship in this you can screw yeah, over your opponent yeah, yeah yeah right you can be like you can make a move that you know is going to hurt your opponent yes which is nice which i love just hurting people yeah <laughs> yeah that's could explain why uh right love this you game got no friends yeah <laughs> oh oh is that why <laughs> yeah, that's what that's oh, maybe why yeah, okay they've all left you all right dr pete and then once your pieces, like I said, you move a certain number of spaces, and once your pieces get to the end of the board, the game is over. So there right. is kind There's of only like, so much time, quote unquote. Yeah. So like whatever move you make on your turn um, is going to advance time a certain amount. Yeah. So at some point you're going to run out of time, mm-hmm. and uh, and at that point, yeah, the game's going to be over. The goal of the game is to try and fill up as much of your grid as possible mm-hmm. uh, with these quilt pieces, and and there's a there's a little formula you do at the end, uh, how many blank spaces you have left, and also how many buttons you have left over. I was going to say, I, I, technically the goal is having the most buttons, right? Well, um, well that's part of it. It's, and uh, that goes towards your score, and then it gets subtracted yeah, you're right, you're when right. you have empty spaces. So, that's I right. mean, the goal technically is to have the most buttons, and having 
empty spaces on your board hurts that total. It's almost right? like you it's almost like you have to pay a fine like, "Up, oh, you didn't have a full quilt. Yeah. You, you got to pay up, you know, subtract from your button total." And rightly so, quite frankly. I, <laughs> I think I speak on the behalf of all quilters when I say yeah. if, you, if you got some spots left on this where this quilt isn't filled in, you're playing the wrong game, dummy. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and put your play Madden? Why don't you play right. Madden NFL 2019? Right. I mean, instead that's of, the <laughs> instead of stepping into the quilt realm. I don't even know why you were in the quilt realm in the first place, you Madden fan. You Madden fan. You leaving right. quilts undone, all left and right. I don't want to turn off Madden fans. Madden fans, we, you know, you're welcome here. No, you know what? I'm gonna take this stance. <laughs> Madden fans, get out of here. <laughs> all right, people who have more than one friend and Madden fans, yeah. get out of here. Well, we're really win- dwindling well, down our audience here. Let's Be- face it. Madden players probably got a ton of friends. So. <clears throat> well. Yeah, that those are cool kids, I guess. Um, so you have lots of different shapes, like like Pete was saying. You also have, uh, as you go along the board, you can pick up these little uh, one by one squares mm-hmm. there, which are made of leather. Quote, you know, they look like leather. Right. So right, you right, can right. fill in the little gaps on your quilt, mm-hmm. which I just love the idea of making a fabric quilt and then having just random squares that made out of leather. I think that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why did they make those leather and not? I don't know. <laughs> Anything, literally, this would be like a kind of a else. weird feeling, uncomfortable quilt. I don't know. It's very odd that those are leather. Now I didn't even think about that until you said it just now. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, the person who gets to that advances to that square first gets that piece. So it's kind of it's almost kind of like a little bit of a reward for the punishment of having advanced time mm-hmm. quicker than the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're closer to the end of the game. Yes. So you're gonna have less to do, but. You know, you do get a little bit of a extra little reward by getting this yeah. single square because there's going to be a lot of times in your quilt where it, things don't fit exactly how you want them to. There might be a square left undone there, and you could really use one of these one of these big old leather squares you can get. <laughs> Absolutely, love the leather squares. Love them. You know, and uh, I think that that pretty much covered. There is a little prize. Uh, you can read the rule book for yourself, people. But I mean, there's a little prize if you get if you are the first person to get a seven by seven totally filled in square on your board, you get like an extra bonus at a the, bunch at, of points on yeah, your yeah, end. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's it's like if you've ever played like Catan or something like that. Right. It's like getting um you know the largest army or something like that. It's, it's like an extra added thing to work towards that gets you more right. points at the end. Uh, you know, one thing I don't know that you touched on too much was just the idea of like um collecting like passing go as it. There's a bunch of spots on the board where if you pass them, you get almost an allowance of buttons. Yes, you do have a button allowance. Yes, you have a button allowance. This is like the cruelest parents in the world. Like (laughs) we're gonna give you an allowance, oh, but it's in buttons. You've been tricked at this point to believe that getting buttons for your allowance is actually uh, a great thing. (laughs) That's Uh, why I love buttons so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been. This is an intervention on behalf of (laughs) your horrible upbringing, Andrew, where your family convinced you that buttons are currency. That's why I have Uh, so much trouble at the grocery store. (laughs) And then, of course, those buttons not only come towards your score, but they're gonna help you buy better pieces ultimately too so you get to balance like how much you're going to spend and how much you want to keep and mm-hmm. it, i think there's a lot going on with this game quite it, frankly it's a pretty simple game to pick up yeah but, anybody but, could theoretically like start playing it right but <laughs> theoretically you could start playing this <laughs> yeah um in theory but uh no you're right but it definitely has a lot of replay value and you can uh yeah you can get better at it i would say you know yeah i think there's a lot of depth and like room for strategy et cetera, absolutely et cetera, personally 
we love playing this game against each other. Um, one funny thing we happen to notice there is a one. There's one special piece that does is totally free. It does not cost any buttons, uh, which I love. You know that oh, that's yeah. the free piece, no buttons. Right. Uh, we just happen to notice that it is shaped like a cross. So it's got the exact proportions of a of a of, of a, a cross. Cross a Christian, you know, cross. Uh, so we love sure. to call that the Lord's piece. You know, the it's Lord's it's free. Piece is free. Exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. There's Isn't a bunch great? of different shapes. How could they ever avoid having a essentially a cross shape, a lowercase t shape, or if you want to get real gory, a uh, Roman crucifix. Crucifix, you know? yeah. yeah. And uh, so, of course, that's the Lord's piece. That's free. I feel like the designer of this game just, just, you know, made all these shapes and was like, oh, this one looks like a cross. You know, that should be free. That yeah. one should be that free. That one should be free. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Because there are there are some variations. There's like uh, the short Lord's piece. You know, right. the, <laughs> the, the short and stubby squat, Lord's piece. Yeah, the, the squat Lord's piece. You know, there are some other cross-like pieces. But the one that really nails the proportions is free. Yeah, it's I love it. No yeah. buttons. No buttons for that one. Yeah, it's... It's a, it's a real Christian game, folks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no Madden players, <laughs> no. no people with more than one friend, and no denominations other than Christian. That's right. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no. Speaking of the developer of this game, I thought we could. Uh, you know, as always, I, I did a little research into the, the Ooh, the that's his- what I like to hear. The history of this mo- game. Tell me more about how this game came to be. In. Pretty recently, came out. You know, two thousand fourteen. So oh, okay. 2014. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not too old. Uh, a few years. Designed by a German guy named uh, Uwe uh, Rosenberg. Sure. I'm sure there's a lot of people tuning in who are getting ASMR when you say that name because he's he's kind of like a celebrity in the board game Uwe Rosenberg. world. Right? He has um, designed a lot of games. Um, a lot of like cult classics, essentially. So he didn't he didn't like design like Monopoly and Battleship or whatever, but he no. designed what like hardcore gamers uh, typically love. And even know? his his most popular game, uh, I feel like is almost. At this point, it's kind of bridging over to the, the non-hardcore gamers. Uh, oh, yeah. He's also the designer of Agricola. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, favorite of mine, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, probably won't cover it. Well, it's playable for two players. You could. It, it I think you version, could even play that with one person, can't you? Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's very. He, this this designer is very good about like having a large variety of ways to play his games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Agricola, if you're not familiar, it's about farming. And it, it did at one point. I'm not sure if it still is, but it, it was the highest ranked game on boardgamegeek.com how about that yeah, so yeah, yeah. uh i it's mean i, I love it i, I didn't uh, yeah yeah yeah. I, I totally could understand why that would be i yeah. really i really love it yeah so i'm i mean i'm kind of a fan of this guy for for the the stuff that i've played of his for sure Did a little research into his past he uh our friend uve he got a degree in statistics so he's a numbers guy now we're talking he's a, he's a buttons he's guy zero friends he's a right. <laughs> he's a real buttons guy you know yeah 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 and uh he did his thesis on probability distributions in memory and memory Whoa. memory is capitalized, so I feel like they're talking oh. about the game memory, where you just flip oh. over cards. You know, you think that's wow? Did you did would you didn't look more into that? You know, you literally, are my, just like I think that, and I'm gonna stop looking into it. This is real news here. Okay, <laughs> all right. My research goes uh, boardgamegeek.com, Wikipedia, and then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your English teacher would be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what they say in school. They say sometimes okay, you, no did, sources from Board Game Geek and no sources from, <laughs> from Wikipedia. <laughs> I did do. I did watch a few YouTube videos for this one too. So that that came uh, into play. So you know what? Okay. That's YouTube that, as well. Yeah, the holy triumvirate. Yeah, that's of, right. Uh, research. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he said that. Uh. You know, he was looking at uh, Agricola or Agricola or however you want to pronounce that. Um. Yeah. And he was looking at uh, improving that. it with yeah, right with uh, tiles. 
He was trying to okay. trying to come up with some tiles. So like, he was he ha- he had this game already, and he was like, "How can I improve it?" Right, because he in that game, like each commodity has a different value. So like sheep yep. sheep are worth two, yeah, boars yeah, are yeah, worth three. Totally. So he thought, "Oh, make it a little more interesting. You could have a one by two tile." to pay for sheep uh a one by three tile to pay for boars right so then you could kinda, okay. you could kind of line them up and see how many more you had and i believe this I did see, turn I into see. different so it's like a very visual representation yeah. of how you're doing essentially okay. and uh yeah. so it was like a I, I believe that's another variation or another edition of Agricola. Correct me if I'm wrong. Those people out there listening, if you have that edition of Agricola with those tiles, let us know. If it doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm we might sure. know someone who does. But yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so then he saw these tiles and he thought, well, what if you needed to use like, uh, you know, pay for two sheep and you might have a, a two by two tile. And it uh, started to kind of span out to okay, like two okay, dimensions. Okay, okay, okay. And then he thought, oh, this could be like a puzzle, kind of like Tetris. So that's kind of where he got the idea. And he said, oh, I'll just make a game where you fit a bunch of pieces together like a puzzle. Yeah. And so he wanted to make a puzzle game. So I'm not exactly sure how he came up with the quilting theme. None of that was discussed anywhere. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. He doesn't seem to really be a big quilting <laughs> guy. I don't know. If well, you just didn't do the right research. So <laughs> uh, well, you know what? You, quilting you know. Dot, dot com quilting slash uve. Slash, slash, uh, slash patchwork. But he said, he also said, I watched an interview with him. He said he made it as an easy to play game. Okay, so, so he, because I mean, because so, a lot of his games yeah. are like kind of renowned to be like uh, hard to break into. He, he talks a lot about his, his other games as he's designed them for you know their gamers games quote you know game this one this one is not a gamers game so in other words it's for idiots you know like us yeah perfect (laughs) you know absolutely perfect i love games for idiots yeah i love games for idiots yeah yeah yeah. i am one (laughs) (laughs) hey hey patchwork game Um, for idiots hey you idiots here you go (laughs) uh he said it was kind of a leftover idea and he all right he said he actually prefers making games like Agricola that have a historical context. Yeah, it would seem that way. Has a lot of Viking themed games. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a huge nerd. There's no way. Well, in the world yeah, he's not a huge. And he said in the nerd. '90s, he he got inspired because he loved playing Civilization on PC. Sure, sure, you know, sure. Great game. Sure, and, sure. And uh, so basically, we're we're playing patchwork here. We're playing all the leftover trash for idiots. So that's <laughs> right, all I'm right, right. This is uh, right. This is all the Tetris memories he has that he's repurposing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, for a board game. There are it a works. few. It's great. Yeah, I mean, he's also made another or several other games that are similar. I mean, they have tiles where you fit them together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like that. I, I was. Yeah, probably cover those in the future yeah yeah they're all a little bit a little bit different from each other different mm-hmm. rules and things different mechanics a couple other uh versions out there in case you're a real real big idiot there is patchwork express yeah what is that just I came out but this I... came out in 2018 and it's a uh smaller grid so you have to make a smaller, <sighs> smaller quilt. grid smaller okay. grid so i guess it goes quicker right um and yeah, the, okay. the pieces are less complex there's fewer shapes it's already a quick game it's, like, it's, like, it's like a half an hour or less half, yeah half an hour max these days right. yeah right exactly wild. yeah huh. so i i think mostly it's a kid's version i see i see you yeah. know or a complete idiot's version people who yeah people who don't have the patience to even play a game for like half an hour <laughs> yeah 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 it's like man i gotta get to the office you know yeah. i gotta <laughs> <laughs> squeeze this in uh there's also a newer one patchwork doodle came out 20 well, what's this 2019 uh this is <laughs> this is really like you do all the work it's cards with pictures of the shapes on them okay you like draw a card basically you pick yeah. oh i want this card and then you draw it on your grid like you have graph paper oh. and you draw it and you okay but you get to decorate it however you want you know Ooh. you decorate your quilt the way you want it to be yeah it's a little extra work but you know you do get to decorate it so that's nice for sure there's also an app. Okay. Which when I because I went and researched, I don't know if there's an app about this. I got real excited when I saw it. Yeah. 
Three ninety nine, you know, that's, that's okay. Not bad. That's, um, yeah. But this bugs me with these two player apps. I see this what? all the time. There's no internet play. It's either oh. against the computer or, again, we've got a local game only. A local game? Is it a LAN party? What the heck? Yeah, that's crazy. If you're on the same Wi-Fi network, essentially. I guess so. Yeah. I don't... Oh man. Or I, or maybe it's pass and play, but I don't know. Maybe you got to plug an Ethernet cable into your iPhone <laughs> into with your an <laughs> adapter. You need a crazy an adapter. adapter you can get from. Apple. Yeah. You could probably use those link cables from the old Game Boys, you know, the Pokemon yeah, uh, link cables, that's you know. The one. That yeah. would go right into your uh, iPhone, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could use that. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll look into the app for sure. <laughs> so, uh, like we we're saying, you know, this game's great. A lot of a lot of pros and cons, though. It, it's definitely a good game, but there are some downsides to it. So, Why don't we get uh, into the pros and cons? All right, let's talk about it. Pros and cons. Let's try to break this game down and, and think about the, the goods and bads of it, quite frankly. How about just like, flat, let's get into the real meat of it, which is the gameplay mm-hmm. mechanics. Like, how does this actually play? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I really like this gameplay mechanic. I mean, um, it's you're just, you're plugging, you're uh, buying shapes, essentially drafting yeah. tiles, as some people would call it, and then you're putting them together. I mean, who doesn't love shapes? I mean, <laughs> literally, literally from, from preschool, right. we're trained to love shapes. Love shapes. And the training pay, works, baby. Uh, all the indoctrination <laughs> of the school system has led me to love shapes. Oh, this is a big conspi- uh, conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah. Put on your tinfoil hats, people. Is it natural to love shapes? Uh, I don't know. How would I ever know? I've been oop. within a, a construct, a structure of shape-loving folks for my entire life. Uve is in bed with the preschool people. That's right. Trying to get people well, to... Uh oh. Oh, okay. Uh, let's rephrase administration, that. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> okay. Let me say that different. Uwe is uh, in the coin purse of the yeah, preschool people. Big, the pocket of big, big preschool. Big preschool. Yeah. That's what you'd say. That's exactly. what we'd say in now that we're talking. That makes now we've landed on it. No, I agree. I, I love the uh, the gameplay. Yeah. And there's just like a, there's a, there's puzzle elements to it. Like you like we were alluding to earlier. Like the this is very Tetris informed. So it's like you're finding where to plug these shapes in, which is very gratifying. And I like it because it balances out the greed of uh at the end you just want to have the most currency essentially <laughs> you know what i mean so i like that there's in the meantime you're like shook how does this shape look next to this other one you know what i mean <laughs> I, I also love the mechanic of that sometimes it's not always just all right you take a turn i take a turn mm-hmm. uh if your piece is still behind the other player's piece you get to take another turn. Right, right, So right. you could have several turns in a row before you catch up with the other person. Right, that's very possible. Right, which right. I love. I love, because who hasn't played a board game and be like, man, I wish I could go again right now. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> of course. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. I would say the only con is uh, you need a gigantic table to play this on because... Oh, good point. <laughs> I feel like the circle of pieces that you make with this can get pretty large. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, all the pieces, so when you very so when you start out, all the pieces are laid out in a circle and theoretically you'd want to have them as like one layer right i'm sure you could try to condense these things down a little bit to it, cut the it looks good i mean cut you the ha- air out of it or something like you that. have a nice visual you Ideally, can see them all you're but gonna, yeah you, they're all going to be laid out in one layer you can have access to all of them in which case that's a pretty big ring to start out with you're, yeah. you're not playing this on a preschool desk i'll tell you that yeah no. that's for sure <laughs> you need your big dining room table yeah can we talk about the uh, art on the box real quick sure the box is nice i think i think i think a box would jump out to me on a shelf the artwork in general on it, the box basically just shows a lot of the pieces, like what the same, artwork looks same like. Same artwork on the, the pieces. Same exact thing. And I like it. Uh, it's very rustic. Mm-hmm. I, I like the colors. They're kind of muted colors, you know what I mean? While still having a variety to them. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's almost has like a cell shaded quality to it. I, I can dig the art direction on this for sure. I also love that they used, they used a button as the O in Patchwork. 
Oh, a little thing like that. Just love marron. Yep. Although uh, the only con I would say, the, the only con is that um, they use that button as the O, and as we all know, buttons are money. And uh, yeah, what a weird way. It to always annoys me when people put like dollar signs in their names and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, why are you going to put Kesha. a button in your name? Yeah, Kesha yeah, no, dollar you're sign. A huge Kesha. Uh, no, a detractor critic. Thumbs and it's down just on because Kesha. Because of the, the money sign in her. That's name. the only. I, you know, love, love every, everything else about. Love it, everything uh, else, but the dollar sign. The dollar sign. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Same thing with buttons. They're money. The rule book's nice. The rule book is like a lot. I've heard I've heard a lot of people talk about how easy to understand and concise the rule book is, and gets right down to it. And it's very vibrant. It has it's it has like illustrations in it. It, it so it like it keeps your attention. You I wouldn't even it's not call just it a block of text. Right. I wouldn't even call it a book. It's like I think it's like one sheet. It's like a pamphlet. Or yeah. It's like, like a little right? pamphlet. Definitely a cool little tidbit from the rule book. It says that uh, the player who last used a noodle. Uh, <laughs> it says the player who last used a needle. Oh, in okay. real life. I was going to say, because I would have used a noodle last, right. so I would have changed the gameplay altogether. <laughs> no, a pool noodle? No, this is a, <laughs> it's about a needle, like if you're like a person who quilts, like you, last person. You, so it's okay. great great for people with diabetes, you know, if you're giving yourself Yeah, insulin. I was going to say, it's a little bit vague. You can uh, use any kind of needle. Yeah, really. You know, maybe uh, Con, it's also a great game for, uh, you know, drug addicts. So Yeah, that's true. They're should, always going to start first. Should not joke about that. It's a serious thing. That's, uh, yeah. But I just did, so there well, you go. There it is. Um, seriously, though, it's a good rule book. And, uh, you know, the pieces are nice, too, I'd say. I like the pieces. The pieces are thick with two C's. So thick, thick, baby. baby. Yeah, they're heavy. They're, they're, they're you don't, you don't get this. You're not going to, like, grab them the wrong way and break them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're thick cardboard. I would say the only con is that uh, for the buttons, they should have used real buttons. Oh, yeah. So there are pieces. The currency, there's essentially, like, coin, the coin versions of the buttons, essentially. It's just a cardboard legs. circle with a button painted on there. Yeah. Come on, people. I need some money. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard some people, you know, uh, online were saying they went out and got their own bunch of buttons. You, you can, I mean? yeah. Uh, and I'm sure buttons are cheap They're actually for sure. You can just pull them right off your shirt if you want, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> I mean, that's how cheap they are. They're free if you're wearing something with buttons. If on. you're real dedicated, go to the gym every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get real yeah, buff over the next year. Don't pull them off. Pop them Pop off. them right off in yeah. front of your friend. And now then we're talking. Now you got And then you're like, now let's game. <laughs> <laughs> now let's play patchwork. <laughs> Oh, I love the buttons. I, I actually saw people online selling patchwork specific buttons. Really? Yeah, they're like what a racket that they like made. Yeah, they made them or Has something nobody, like that. Nobody knows that they've got bu- buttons. You can't go into your closet. Yeah, There's so many shirts you don't wear anymore. Your grandmother's closet. Yeah. <laughs> right. most, those... most of shirt, most shirts these days that have buttons have backup buttons on them. <laughs> Right. That you can use if you pop buttons off. Take those. Yeah, take those backup buttons. You'll never buttons. need buttons again. Absolutely. I never thought we were in a button shortage here <laughs> in the United States. So I have to go out and buy specific buttons. Button rationing game. is happening. That's why they didn't include real buttons in that game. <laughs> uh, it's very portable. I'd say this uh, this game is one thing I like about games is to be able to take them everywhere. Because I, uh, you know, I got one friend. I got to be able to go over to his house with the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he doesn't always come over to my house. A wink. I'm not. Sa- I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, my one friend. Uh, doesn't come over to my house to play games, <laughs> um, so it's got to be portable. And this is a, I think this is a, this is a fairly small box. It's very easily it goes into a bag, book bag, or whatnot. I'll um, say it's way easier to carry around than a than an actual sewing machine. Yeah, that very would... good point. I've gotten uh, I one the one version of this game that I don't like is the extremely realistic version where you <laughs> need a sewing machine to make your quilt. 
Uh, and that that was the first version of this game that Uve made. And yeah. I've got to say, I can understand why he made some edits from the the uh, right. the old workshop. He said, all right, maybe we'll to... make it out of cardboard this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the first note he got from... Uh, oh, my, only con, my only con for this is this box probably should have come with a padlock to protect that precious button money. Oh, good point. You know, you can't be walking around the street and somebody jacks up your, your game of patchwork and then now they got all your buttons. They have all your buttons. This game is useless without buttons, so... If somebody if somebody steals your buttons, good luck. I feel like the game goes by pretty quick too in terms of like the length of play. It's uh, definitely a pro. I, it's definitely like a half hour or under, which is great. Yeah. And, and it's it's like definite for the most part. Like there's a limited number of pieces. It's not a huge board to traverse. So you're no matter what, it's not going to take too much time. It can't kind of. You yeah. Know I mean, the only way it could take a ton of time is like you said, if people have like move paralysis where they <laughs> where they just are thinking about it forever. That is really the only con with the uh, amount of time it takes to play this game. Uh, is that if you're playing against somebody who just thinks and thinks and thinks about that, you know, it somebody would actually might be quicker. Timer. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> it might be quicker to actually just make a real quilt, you know, at that point. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's, if that's your one friend is that kind of player, get a new one, dude. Yeah. We'll hook you up. Craigslist.com. Get a new friends. one, but drop that old one. So you don't go over the two, the one friend yeah, that's threshold. Point. You got to you know? drop the old one for sure. <laughs> or else you can't listen anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty easy to play. Uh, I mean, I think the board lists, uh, the age as like 12 plus something like that yeah uh, and that seems appropriate because there is some light math involved yeah i, I mean, mean it's easy to play in case you're an idiot like we said yeah but be realistic about your child's capabilities right you know what i mean if you know that your child child is very bad at math don't even crack the box because it's it does have some light math involved yeah and and that's the thing like that's the probably the con here is that this game may prove to you that oh it may give you the realization that you're an idiot so or your child yeah, maybe you're all just dumb. I'll just I'll tell you if your child's an idiot. Just tell them to just tell them to call me, call us or uh, FaceTime us or uh, just email us, and I'll uh, give this as a free service right now. I'm telling you right now, you email us and you have your child email us. I'll get back to you and tell you whether your child's a dang idiot or not. Uh, that's on the house. You know what? Courtesy of <laughs> Two Can Play That Game. Wow, that's really generous. Go to our website, Two Can Play That Game podcast. podcast dot tumblr dot com that's right and email us and we'll tell you whether your kid's an idiot or not you know speaking of dumb kids uh, i think it's time to choke on this choke on this all right let's get into choke on this where we review how easy it is for your child to choke on the pieces of this game legal disclaimer do not try any of the following at home I just love talking about how dumb kids are. All right. Any kids listening? You know, we love you. So, so you know. Don't. You're not dumb if you're listening to this podcast. No. You made you're right one choice. of the few smart kids out there because you're listening to this podcast. Listen, patchwork. The chokeability, I'd say, all over the map here because there's a couple of really <laughs> small quilt pieces. Yeah. I'm going to say your child's going to choke on those 100%. Like there's yes. ones that are like two squares worth, essentially. It really depends um, on the shape of your child's esophagus. Yeah. And go ahead and email us a picture of your child's <laughs> esophagus to our email. And I'll tell you whether it's weird shape or not <laughs> it's a really strange request yeah um, um but yeah go ahead do that um and those those button uh those button currency tiles uh-huh. they're like just small little discs essentially uh they're bordering on the they're like uh they're smaller than a church wafer uh <laughs> but they're uh bigger than a church m&m uh <laughs> 
So I used I'd to say, love those church M&Ms. Yeah, I mean, if they were just a little bit smaller, like a church M&M size, they would. You could probably, <laughs> you could probably just swallow those things no problem. Uh, but I think if they do swallow these, based on the size it is, I, I, they can probably choke on these button tokens. It's a very too. religious heavy episode here. Of, of, now uh, here's the thing. Here's there's another reason to use a uh, real button in oh, place yeah. of those is because real buttons typically have like four holes in them. Exactly. Which you used to, and now if those get stuck in the windpipe, just breathe through those four holes. Yeah. So you can get to the emergency room. Exactly. It's like a lifesaver candy that put that hole in there so that's you can breathe through good, it. Is that true? I believe that's true. Uh, and then what's that brand of uh, that's essentially the lifesaver, but it's like filled in that circle. I can't remember what yeah, those that's are called. Yeah, uh, uh, that's called choke on this. Savers or something like that. Yeah. It's called a, you'll choke on this. Yeah, we, we don't they, care as much about your life. We don't yeah, save, save wow, lives here with this wow, candy. Wow. They really are ready for you to choke that, that brand. Lifesaver candy is is the lifeguard, you know, at the beach, yeah, and and that other right. kind, that's like that swim at your own risk sign, and then there's a bunch that's of sharks. Then there's a bunch of sharks in the it's water the, too. It's the libertarian <laughs> candy. Right. They're like, listen, bud, if you're gonna choke on this lifesaver, that's on you. Light, we need more. We need less of you people in the world. It's a very <laughs> lifesavers are socialists. So, lifesavers right? are very much socialists. They okay. care about everybody. They're there to save you. We're just we're all pooling no together. No matter and, what and, your level of, uh, no matter where you are in life, we yeah. want you to survive. No matter how much you you already dissolved that lifesaver, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know whether you just popped it right in your throat or it's been in there for ten minutes. We're here for <laughs> you. Lifesavers. But now here's the thing: is there's also extremely hefty pieces in this game and I mean your child would like really want to choke on these pieces to have, be able to make that happen like there's one that just looks like a big old capital H it's like dude if your child chokes on that wow man get him a, an award a posthumous award because they'd be <laughs> they'd be dead but like it's, that's a feat for sure because uh, that's going to require some elbow grease some of these pieces to get down there alright um, let, let's talk about the elephant in the room here um, yeah even though the Lord's piece is free, oh. could you choke on it? Uh, no. And here's what I think. <laughs> okay. It's got the two spots where, let's say, the Lord's arms would go <laughs> right. in a typical crucifix. Right. I think of that as more like a sword guard. So if you're going to oh. try to swallow this thing, it's going to be like being a sword swallower. Yes. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say if your child wants to practice sword swallowing, <laughs> the Lord's piece of patchwork is maybe the most appropriate way to start out a small child on that because it's uh, it's not a full sword uh, and it only goes so far down, but it's going to get them started on it. Yeah, get them started early, people. and Start making money out there. <laughs> These button pieces are, and they're also light because they're made out of cardboard. So I, I just feel like, I feel like maybe even adults would choke on these things because it's like you, you would just unknowingly, let's say you bend over to the board and you just breathe in too hard. You'd probably bring, breathe some of these button pieces in there. Probably another reason to get actual buttons. So they might be a little bit heavier. Maybe weigh the buttons down. Maybe, uh... <laughs> Maybe only use heavy metal buttons or... Oh, I love that band. Yeah, yeah, heavy metal buttons. Heavy metal buttons. Heavy metal buttons. Uh, or just uh, maybe dip the buttons in like lead or something like that before you go. Because yeah, that way you, if you swallow them, you'll probably die of the you, lead poisoning. You'll get lead poisoning too, yeah. Before you choke. Yeah, so... All right, we just choked on this. It's time to review on this. Review on this. 
All right, review on this. I'm going to go ahead and read some of the reviews of this game that I found online. We're going to uh, just take uh, the the privilege of musing about what their life is like based on their review. I assume you picked the best quality reviews. Well, you you'd assume it. wrong. <laughs> Here's a three star. Uh, it says, I can't explain the glowing reviews other than to think that this game is hitting a niche of non-gamers who are reaching out past their normal comfort zones and thinking this game is just amazing. If you're a non-gamer, I'm guessing you would love this game, particularly if you're used to Stratego or Blockus. Oh, oh, oh excuse oh. me. First of all, come at Stratego again and see what happens, okay? St what, Don't... Say it to my face. Don't come talk to us about Stratego in this house, okay? Have have the chutzpah <laughs> to come to my house and talk about Stratego this way, buddy. <laughs> also, I didn't realize we're in the presence of royalty here. It's the king of gamers all of a sudden who gets to decide who's which, which what gamers play and what gamers don't play. Oh, you're Chalice of Mountain Dew, my lord. Uh, the king of gamers over here. He gets to decide who's a gamer and who's not. You know, I Yikes. will say, though, that earlier when we were talking about the history, I believe this is the designer of this game did specifically say this game was not for gamers well he's referring to the mountain dew gamer fuel uh which is a tie-in to this game <laughs> here's one the strategy for advanced players is hard to get your head around as a consequence i end up beating the pants off my wife okay bud <laughs> First of all, leave your wife out of this, okay? This game's it's like this guy's this guy's essentially being like, this game's pretty tough, and if you're dumb, like my wife, who's a big dumb dumb, you're probably not gonna be good at it. Okay, how about take your wife's name out your mouth? How about that? <laughs> beating, she doesn't have to be a part of this. Beating review. the pants off your wife is not a great phrase to be. Yeah, using. but well, plus, yeah, that goes one way or the other. Either you're uh, beating your wife, which is terrible. <laughs> you're like, this is not the first episode this has come up, which is crazy <laughs> that this keeps coming up in game reviews. <laughs> For some reason. And second of all, if it's not that, then you just have some weird fetish where when your wife loses a game, she takes her pants off. And it's like, either way, this is all your dirty laundry that you don't need to air uh, on this review site. Thanks very much. I appreciate you chiming in. That's but why don't you tell me whether the game's good or not? And not talking to me about what you don't like about your wife for some reason. That's like the exact opposite of the previous uh, review. That's just so funny that two people could have... You know, that guy was like, oh, this game's for idiots. And he's like, wow, you got to be pretty smart to play this game. Yeah, I know. It's all, well, it's because everyone is, most people are dumb as heck. <laughs> oh, good. Dumb as dirt. I'm, I'm part of the club. This person gave it a four out of five stars. They said, bought it for my mom, who is a quilter, and quickly learned a non-quilter can enjoy it just the same. Yeah, bud. <laughs> what a wild <laughs> assumption going on there. It's like this person, it's a, this is another review from this person, I would assume. <laughs> Played Battleship, quickly learned someone not in the Navy can enjoy this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I played Candyland. I quickly learned that someone who's not trapped inside another world made entirely out of candy can still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, bud. <laughs> That's it's possible to enjoy a game that deals with you know what I mean it's like what game am I going to be playing that is about me you know what I mean it's like uh, oh Andrew uh, they came out with a game that's called the board game podcaster we can finally play a game <laughs> this, this game is this game uh, it's it's board game themed so it's great for it's, people who like board, board games. game theme so finally people who like board games can play it. <laughs> play a board game uh, what an idiot here's one that this person gave a five out of five stars and they said don't let the quilt theme fool you that it's a girly game either because it's <laughs> not okay wow. listen fella what's a girly game my man That's... what what even could be a girly game what what do you what a game where the player who has the healthiest uterus wins <laughs> 
It's like there is not there is no such thing as a girly game, you dumb uh, dumb. This is I hate like these people. These reviews are so. Uh, when did people write these? Toxically reviews? masculine. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. say, never uh, never knew that board game reviews were such a place for who such. Who would have thought that gamers are so toxically <laughs> masculine? <laughs> not me. Nuh-uh. Uh That's not that's not the game realm I know. This person also gave it five out of five stars. They said this game has caused many a fight between my boyfriend and myself. I have stormed away from this game in anger. My boyfriend then saying he will never play another game with me again because I take the fun out of it by overreacting. (laughs) Sound familiar or is it just me? We've yelled, we've cried, (laughs) but we always come back to this game. We just can't stop. (laughs) All right. Uh, Listen, I'm not like a therapist or anything like that, but this doesn't sound like an extremely (laughs) healthy relationship. Maybe you got to get to a couple therapists, maybe. I mean, this, they went on forever. They're like, okay, full disclosure, my boyfriend and I yell at each other and also <laughs> throw things at each other when we play this game because we hate each other so much when we play this. It's like, what the heck? This game. <laughs> this is a DrPhil.com <laughs> slash board game reviews. That was not even a review of the game. That was just yeah. like, okay, here's every problem. It's a review of the relationship. <laughs> Yeah. And also, we just keep, we can't stop. It's like they're addicted to this game. Like, oh, we yeah. can't find a better I, man. I wonder, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they arrange, instead of arranging their board games like alphabetically or something like that, they arrange it by how much it makes them fight. And they're like, what are you in the mood for at night? The one where I throw oh. a chair at you. I just want to remind all the listeners that these are real reviews. These are real reviews. Yeah, you can find them if you want. These are I fantastic. Mean, you want to brighten your day, just go read some reviews for anything, really. For I mean. anything, really. Yeah, it's the, because the craziest people review oh stuff. It's like the only people who even have the motivation to review are just people who are absolutely nuts. <coughs> oh, my gosh. This person did a five out of five, and they said, uh, my seven-year-old now plays it, and he loves the button counting, though the strategy is a little lost on him. Uh, uh. yeah, bud, he's seven. <laughs> no, no, no shoot, man. Check, check the oh, age on the box. Me, yeah, you're telling me that your nephew likes counting buttons, but maybe isn't great at the strategy? <laughs> oh, I wonder why that would be. Maybe it's because he's seven years old, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sounds it, about doesn't right. Doesn't it say eight and up on the box or something like that? Uh, at least. It might yeah. even be 12. I don't know. This person gave it four out of five, and they said, great little puzzle game for two people. Highly recommend a Lazy Susan. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so this man very clearly sells Lazy Susans for a job, right? <laughs> this is how he ends every review of everything. It's like, loved this luggage, but would recommend a Lazy Susan, by the way. And he's like... <laughs> I mean, he's like, love this Michael Crichton book. Can't recommend Lazy Susans enough. (laughs) Read it while you're on a Lazy Susan. Read it while you're on a Lazy Susan, maybe. Maybe get two. I mean, I get why he's saying that. The pieces are in a circle. pieces, and you can spin. You would need a gigantic Lazy Susan for this. Like, overly huge. Yeah. Very specific for this game. Yeah, right? All the pieces would not fit on a normal Lazy Susan. That's why this man sells Mega Lazy Susans. Yeah, yeah. He didn't didn't specify. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go to MegaLazySusans.com. This is is Fred Mega Mega Lazy Lazy Susan support, Mitchell. Support this guy's Etsy, okay? He makes, yeah. he makes real big Lazy Susans. Oh my gosh. Also, how unnecessary is a Lazy Susan for this game? This is just came out of nowhere. <laughs> right, it's also, yeah, how lazy do you have to be? <laughs> <laughs> this person gave it 4.5 out of 10. They said, Mom hated it. Mom hates Tetris. Mom hates buttons. I hate ugly clothes. That's it. That's that's the entire review. Mom hated it. Mom hates Tetris. Mom hates buttons. I hate ugly clothes. Yeah. <laughs> this might be a review by that seven-year-old. Well, you know, yeah, that's a good point. 
Yeah, mom hated it. Uh, but also, uh, you know what this reminds me of is that scene in the cantina where the guy turns around and he goes, "Oh yes, he goes, hey, he doesn't like, like you. you. Oh, sorry, I don't like you either." <laughs> yeah, it's. I think this was written by that character. <laughs> yeah, you'll be dead. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom hate. My mom hated it. My mom's got the. My, my mom's mom got the death sentence too. on twelve systems. Yeah. <laughs> uh. This little button's not worth the trouble. Here's one somebody gave a 7 out of 10. If you like Tetris and your partner too, order a cup of coffee, a tea, and uh, effin' gin tonic and try this. That's what they said. Wow. What I like about this review is that this reviewer uh, allows room for you to not like your partner. They specifically say, (laughs) if you like Tetris and your partner too, (laughs) order a cup of coffee. So they're basically, I think they would say like, well, if you don't like your partner... Maybe try a different game. This right. game is for if you like both Tetris and your partner. partner. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You don't like your partner, but you do like Tetris? No. Well, you don't like Tetris, but you do like your partner? No. You got to like both. You got to yeah. like both. And coffee, too. <laughs> this person gave it a 7 out of 10, and they said, this is the review. Only play with daughter. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's all. the review. <laughs> Only play with daughter, which I like because this is very clearly a memento-esque reminder to himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's got He's a like, tattooed on his arm. Jake. Only play with daughter. Do not play with a wife. It's like, what happened when he played it with someone other than his daughter? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Whatever it was, it definitely gave him short-term memory. Yeah, I like to think that this is, yeah, this is like the guy from Memento, except he he's, he doesn't want to get any tattoos, so he's just constantly <laughs> just constantly leaving things on review boards. Yeah. <laughs> Do not play near a sewer. <laughs> Whoa, Andrew, did you just hear that? Was that like a knock on the door? I don't know. Uh, why don't you go check who it is? Okay, I'll be right back. Hey, I'm back. It turns out it was Dr. Fraser Crane. What? Dr. Fraser Crane. Oh, our old good Dr. Fraser Crane back again to help us count down the top 10 phrases. These are some of the most common things you'll hear when somebody's playing the game Patchwork. All right, let's get started. Number 10. May the Lord's peace be with you <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> Number 9. Hey, did you take a doo-doo on my quilt when I went to get water? Number eight. I live for the needle and the thread. (laughs) I don't even know what I meant there. (laughs) Number seven. I'm just saying, this looks like a human amount of dookie on my quilt. Number six. If you don't make a move soon, you're going to need some patchwork on your face. Number five. Dude, I know what dog doo-doo stains look like. I deal with them every day. Number four. It's all about the Benjamin Buttons, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. All right, fine. If you're not going to own up to logging a deuce onto my quilt, I guess we'll just say you won and I'll get out of here. Number two. Time is a precious commodity. Time and buttons. Buttons are also precious. Number one. I don't even care about the dookie. It's the lack of honesty that cuts deep and leaves me, quite frankly, unsatisfied with this game night. Hey, uh, Pete. Yeah? Is this just fantasy? Is this just fantasy? All right. Is this just fantasy? Our long running segment here. People love it. Uh, (laughs) We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, how grounded is this game? Uh, Could this game happen in real life? Is it how realistic is it? Mm hmm. So, Pete, you do a lot of quilting? I've never quilted in my life, Andrew. <laughs> uh, me neither, unfortunately. So I have no idea how realistic this game is. All right, well, segment over, I guess. Then we'll <laughs> just move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Luckily, uh, we have a guest on the show. His name is uh, Andrew Jocelyn, currently the president of the board of directors of the Modern Quilt Guild. Wow. Actually, this was recorded so long ago that he's now the former president of the board of directors of the modern quilt guild 
Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. Andrew, are you so you're the president of the board of directors of the Modern Quilt Guild. Is that on a national level or the Philadelphia level? Uh, yeah, so that's actually global. Um, so we have members in 39 countries. So we're 14,000 people around the world. Oh, my God. Wow, he just one-upped you on that. Global. Yeah, it's a global conspiracy. <laughs> it's a global conspiracy. Yeah, who who knew, right? Who knew there were so many people out there that uh, that want to participate in the modern quilt guild? Wow, wow. Um, that's what, awesome. I, I'm intrigued by the word modern. Actually, in that, is it is there like an old fashioned quilt guild out there that I should know about? Yeah. Well, we don't. We certainly don't. Wouldn't say it that way. I mean, the modern quilt guild is is kind of we set ourselves apart based on the aesthetic of the design of the quilt that people make, um, and it's you know, based on a modern design aesthetic. So think about modern architecture or maybe mid-century mod um, type, you know, architecture and decoration. Uh, Those are the kinds of styles. So um, more kind of improvisation, a lot of negative space, um, kind of just non-traditional approaches to designing a a quilt pattern, basically. So, you know, the everything else uh, that's kind of been around before modern quilting became really popular is basically just quilting, right? That That is what quilting was. Um, and, yeah. and this group has kind of evolved that and, and, and looked at, you know, different ways of, of making quilt designs that are, that are, you know, bright and fresh and new. Nice. Cool. So if I wanted to make a quilt that was just like a Thomas Kincaid painting, I'd be going elsewhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably, although some people might take that and find a way to and put a modern twist on it. So you see all kinds yeah, of things with, um, yeah, pixelation, for example. People take kind of maybe a famous painting or, or image or drawing and kind of do this really pixelated style that, that's a little bit more modern. So people find new ways to reinterpret the uh, traditional ones. Dude, I'm going to tweak out Kincaid, and his family's going to hate it, probably, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to turn Kincaid paintings into a real freak fest, for sure. <laughs> uh uh, how long have you been? Uh, how long have you personally been quilting? Uh, so I started in, in 2010. So yeah, nine years now. Yeah. Whoa. So you've been quilting for so long. I mean, I'm trying to picture of like, you know, if, if Andrew and I were playing this game for, you know, roughly nine, ten years or so. So you gotta have like a ton of buttons that you've collected. <laughs> oh, I have drawers full. Just drawers full. <laughs> Whoa. Are you being serious? Because I mean. Buttons are, are, are my I do thing. have some buttons, but, you know, uh, to, to be honest, there's not a lot of buttons in quilting, which is certainly one of the first observations I had when I when I saw this game. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Mayfair and Uwe has, have betrayed us. Uh. They told us they were nothing but buttons. <laughs> so you're telling me you don't use buttons as currency amongst the uh, modern quilt group? No, sadly, no. I mean, maybe fabric I, itself or thread. Um, but you don't see a lot of buttons floating around. Yeah, I thought I could maybe like you know uh, pay like for the platinum membership in buttons or something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you might get some funny looks. Yeah, probably. Wait, so so we're talking about a game called Patchwork here. I know you you've uh, seen it a little bit. We we called you on to try and get your perspective on how realistic it is. Already, you've already broken our hearts with the button comment. Um, <laughs> but what is our, uh, what is patch? Because this, when you make a quilt in this, I don't know if our designs of our quilts are really, I wouldn't consider them modern. Uh, they're pretty ugly by the end of the game, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I guess they would, I don't know what they would, they would fit into experimental, I guess, <laughs> because they're really, because each, each different piece is like a different pattern, essentially. But, but I've heard of patchwork quilting. Is that a thing? 
Yeah, I mean, really patchwork uh, essentially is just any different combinations of pieces put together into a whole. So um, the vast majority of quilts that are made are a patchwork of some kind because you are taking these multiple different pieces and putting them together. The alternative to patchwork quilting is what's commonly called whole cloth quilting, where instead of doing different pieces put together, you do a single piece of just one fabric. And you might think, well, why would you just do one single piece and, and you know, what's interesting about that? And for that, um, usually it's with the actual stitching that makes the pattern or, or the kind of interest factor um, in a whole cloth quilt. So, yeah, almost all quilts are, all you know, normally patchwork quilts. Oh, wow. So they should have just called this quilts then, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. except for that other, that one, that whole quilt. Yeah, kind. it seems redundant to call this patchwork. Also, that's another thing. Uh, there's no stitching in this game. So, so would you say that, that that's another demerit for this game in terms of, in terms of realism? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because when I looked at it, I kind of thought, well, you know, buttons was an interesting idea and I, and I get it. Um, the thing that would have been maybe more representative for quilting would have been thread you know, or something associated with thread or the, the type of spool or um, what we call a bobbin that holds the thread. Um, because that, yes, tons and tons of thread and stitching in, uh, in, a, in a quilt. So he really dropped the ball on this one. He should have done bobbins or thread or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you're on the record as saying they <laughs> messed this game up. <laughs> yeah, it's just horrible. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll send it on to the manufacturer so they, they get a chance to bite into it um now the 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 typical length of uh of this game is somewhere between like 20 and 30 minutes uh when you when you're playing patchwork uh how long would you say it takes you as as someone who's been doing it for so long what like 10 minutes to make a, a quilt <laughs> yeah you know sometimes 15 yeah it just depends on how complicated yeah I would say take that time to play this game and, and switch out the word minutes with hours when you're getting closer. Hours. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Sometimes 30, 30 or so hours to make the quilt. Yeah, um, I'd say that's a, more on the simpler side. So some of them are much more. What, what do you usually do with your quilts when you're done? Um, well, there's a variety of things. Uh, so Andrew uh, Miller here, he has two of my quilts that I made uh, uh, in his house. So... You know, I do a lot of quilts that I make as gifts. It's just one of those really great things that's kind of a handmade item. It's really personalized. Um, you can, you know, make it to someone's taste and, and give it to them as a gift. So, so I do that a lot. And then other ones I make, um, just, just to have at home and they either go on the bed or go on the couch for something to use in the wintertime. Um, and then I have a few that are smaller that, uh, that would just hang on the wall and just be a decorative piece. Um, I hate to break it to you, but I've seen the the lovely quilts that you made, and and uh, and Andrew here, my podcast partner, has added buttons to each and every <laughs> single one of them that you gave him. It's oh, I personally, no, no. yeah, I am disgusted by his addition of buttons to these. He added them on post after the. Why would you tell him, him that though? Uh, kidding. They are nice quilts. Uh, thank you again. But, and I also want to clear up something for our listeners. Uh, you know, my name is Andrew and our guest's name is Andrew. We're not related at all. Okay. Yeah, I know yeah. we have the same name. I'd like to be... clear that up for our listeners that that's not how it works. You, <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> uh, Andrew, I, I have a question for you, which is, uh, have you ever worked with cardboard as a, as a, in place of some of the more typical fabrics? Because, you know, it might not be super comfortable, but it is easier to put together. <laughs> It's easier to put together without thread. Maybe like a glue, glued um, cardboard quilt. I could see that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Now we're talking I have not modern. With that medium yet? That's interesting. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this game is big on it. 
So. Yeah, it's big on the cardboard. But I have seen people make not exactly a quilt that you would use, but something that is quilt reminiscent using paper. So that is actually a thing. Um, oh. you know, obviously a little bit thinner than the cardboard here, but I have seen I have seen that type of uh, that type of art piece before. That's like a paper quilt. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, have you ever used uh, or have you ever seen anybody use uh, little leather uh, patches in their quilt? Leather patches? Uh, yeah, I yeah. People have basically really? will use any. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I that was supposed to be a joke. Wow, people have used leather as a as a fabric before. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a lot of it. Um, it's not a popular fabric to use. It's kind of hard to work with in in a quilting um, setting. But uh, certainly have seen some of it before. It's you know, there's some people that make um, quilts out of you know old clothes, for example, and so they might do that from you know the clothes of a loved one who has passed on and. And they'll and they'll make something, take some of their favorite pieces. So that's that's kind of a, a popular memory quilt. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's egg on my face because I yeah. I thought it was strange to be mixing fabric well, with leather. I, I think I think I'd, I'd like to just clarify if I could with our expert. So Andrew, you're saying that if somebody, let's say earlier in this podcast, somebody was relentlessly <laughs> making fun of the idea that leather being used in a quilt, you'd say that they were flat out wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, come on. I Here will say that it's right. not, heard... not common, but you know. All right. Yeah. I retract. I retract my done. Or pleather. Or pleather. We could say that too. It doesn't have to be leather. True. True. Thank you. Yes. Right. From my point of view, know, I'm talking to two vegans here. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andrew, one question I have for you is: Be real with me. You ever race your friends to see who can finish their quilt the fastest? <laughs> you know what? Um, it's funny you should say that. I have not participated, but there is. Um, uh, there is an activity that we've done at the guild, um, in my local guild, because we have chapters of, of the, the bigger guild, we have chapters. So there was, is one in Philadelphia. There is like a jelly roll race quilt that people make. Now, normally it's just the top of the quilt and not a completed quilt. Um, but basically a jelly roll is a, a rolled up set of two and a half inch strips of fabric. And there's a particular way that you basically sew them all together end to end. You fold them up sew them together, cut it apart. It's this whole series. You do it all in a row at once, and people do like a speed race, you know, jelly roll race quilt top. So that does that does happen. Oh, wow. very cool. That sounds delicious, too. <laughs> it does. There's another thing. <laughs> company makes something called a layer cake um, in uh, fabric. So, yeah, they're all about the food oh my gosh. connotations there. Who, who knew quilting could be so delicious? That's great. Andrew, one thing I want to know is, what's the craziest shape piece, a quilt that you ever worked with? And a side question, question maybe B, how come they come in such crazy shapes? <laughs> <laughs> craziest shape. I mean, I have ones that I have done which are free-form cut um, with curves. So some of those curves. curves pretty wonky. Yeah. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah, you kind of think like, how does that work? But there's some methods that you can use to kind of cut random curves and, and sew them back together. So they're not that crazy, but, uh, for me, that's a little bit out of the box. I'm an engineer by training. So I, I like things that are, you know, square and rectangle and nice, easy shapes normally. Well, uh, yeah. then, then you'd love this game because this game only has right angles. <laughs> right, right. They're pentominoes, so they're all uh, <laughs> right. Uh, shapes made out of smaller squares, essentially. Uh, so I, uh, you, you're telling me that so far you haven't gotten to that one peach that's uh, shaped like a big capital H? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, it's interesting and, and just getting, you know, getting back to like this game and, and the different pieces. So 
Um, you know, the other thing that kind of struck me with it is that you usually don't make pieces that you put together that sort of interlock like this, these sort of Tetris shapes. Um, usually everything is kind of a, a closed shape, a square, a rectangle, a triangle, um, sometimes circles. But when you have these kind of inner angles sort of inside the piece, it's incredibly difficult to actually attach those together with thread and make the seam. So that is really not something that people do very often in, in their quilting. Um, it's- Hence the need for buttons. <laughs> Uh, that's wow. We got them on that we one. We got them on that one, Let's folks. St- we got them. Move send, in. Send your hate mail t- to uh, Uwe uh, Rosenberg. There. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, now, Andrew, as we know from this game, quilts are extremely small. Uh, apparently, they're about the size <laughs> of a personal pizza. I- I'd say. And uh, so, I guess my question for you is: I've seen like like the quote uh, the quilts that you have here in Andrew's house, and and at some point they get much bigger. How do you do that? What do you reverse, honey? I shrunk the quilts. <laughs> Well, you just pull each side. You keep stretching it a little bit, you know. Oh, oh that makes sense. And just keep pulling it out <laughs> until it gets bigger. Oh, see, I thought that might be the case, but I thought it might be too simple to just simply pull on them. But uh, that, yeah. So what we what you get in this game is an extremely accurate representation of quilts pre pre being pulled. Pre pulling. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Pre stretching. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess in summation here. Uh, Andrew J, would you tell how how realistic is this game? Is this just fantasy or or what? Well, I would say you know it's really in the middle. I, I you know I was thinking about this and I thought there really is no great way I would think of to make quilting into a board game. So if you had to do it some way, this is probably about as good as you can get. It has different shapes that come together and make a quilt. That's reasonable. The buttons, eh, not so much, but there aren't that many other shapes like that that would work um, in this in this circumstance. So, you know, it's okay. Do you have a rating scale that you use for this? Uh, sure. Let's <laughs> uh, let's say uh, from Tolkien to an, uh, to Doing... the OJ Netflix <laughs> series. How how realistic is? <laughs> I was going to say from from uni- from unicorns to doing your taxes, you know. Oh, how- yeah, there we go. Yeah. Unicorns to doing your taxes. So like what's what's one step up from unicorns? Uh giraffe. N- narwhals. Narwhals. <laughs> they exist, but nobody's seen them. <laughs> that that's what this that's what this game is for me. All right, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Re- All right, cool. but not that close to reality. All right. So, do no, you heard it here first, folks? <laughs> Um, do you have anything, uh, any, any websites or anything you want to plug about the quilting, uh, guild? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, if you want to find out about the Modern Quilt Guild, uh, website is very easy. It is themodernquiltguild.com. Um, yeah. find all about the uh, programs that we have and, and membership options. And, um, we actually have a big event every year called QuiltCon, which is our quilting convention, modern quilting convention, the only one of its kind. And, uh, that's quiltcon.com. Awesome. That's so awesome. All right. Well, we will make sure to show up at the next QuiltCon and bring a copy of Patchwork. Uh, Just to infuriate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Would you recommend this game to to fellow quilters? You know, I think people would still get a kick out of it, you know, just having anything that connects to their hobby. So, uh, you know, they'll laugh at it, but I think it still looks like it could be some fun. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, that's great. Thanks so much for sharing your time with us, uh, Andrew, today. Absolutely. Welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Oh, good God in heaven, it's time for chess break. 
chess break. Oh, man. It's time for our action-packed segment, chess break. Yeah, we finally found enough time to uh, make our next move in chess, baby. Andrew, I believe it is your move. All right, it is my move. And uh, I've been thinking long and hard about this move. Uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, we do have an ongoing chess game here. You can check it out on our website. That's twocanplaythatgame.tumblr.com. It's actually twocanplaythatgamepodcast.tumblr.com. Spared no expense on that website, by the way. We've got an ongoing match here. It's my turn. I'm the black pieces. I'm going to be making the move of... The kingside knight, all the way up to F6, baby. F6! Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> You're cut, you're uh, you're gonna advance your pieces on me like that? Well, you know All what? Right. You shouldn't have encroached on my. Uh, actually, you didn't encroach yet. But you know, you know what, Andrew? That means this is war. Oh, <laughs> chess I'll, war! I'll get right on my next move as soon as I have the time, but I don't currently have the time. So we'll just pick this right back up as soon as we find more time for this. Oh, okay. Then All it's right. On to the dawn. All right. I guess so. Folks at home, move your knight and uh, let's move on. With Follow along with your home version of our <laughs> game that we're playing currently. Andrew, you know, I'm feeling pretty good recently, uh, feeling like it's time to be the life of the party. Life of the party. Life of the party. It's time to make this game patchwork into a party game. Yeah, even though we know that you're not going to know party, you lonely sucker. Yes, we all know you have one friend because that's that's what you're doing here. You're listening to this podcast. So... Uh, but just this is let's just yeah play with us for a second here in this world where you're going to go to a party <laughs> in a total fantasy world where you're going to a party or how about this you get hired to work someone else's party to make a game yes this game, right it's not your this party is much and you're not invited this sounds like something i would that yeah, would happen to me yeah yes. exactly you got hired to make this game into a, a party game for a party that's cool that you're not invited all to. right yeah that oh you're definitely not invited what are you doing to this game i mean i actually i was th- in all honesty i was thinking about this and i think it could easily be made into a multiple person why is this only a two-player game yeah that's, <laughs> it is kind of odd that it's just two players actually <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not like you know your typical like chess or checkers or battleship or, or even like guess who or something where, you, where you're going back and forth back and forth you could easily yeah, just add a third person they and then they have a turn yeah that's true well there you know you need you need more pieces probably right because yeah uh, but you oh so you need a really big table so then. you need like a really <laughs> big table yeah maybe that's what it is is it's 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 only for two players unless you have uh unless you're on an ocean liner unless you have like a buffet <laughs> table <laughs> yeah that's true you could definitely yeah, that's a very cool way to scale it up is you just get as big a table as humanly possible yes. uh you know the old adage could God create a table that even he couldn't play patchwork on? <laughs> we all know God created the uh, the Lord's peace, so uh, he could do anything in my book. Maybe Here's my idea. <clears throat> Everyone's going to obviously be like, hey, why don't we use real pieces of a quilt? And then that makes it into a real-life party game. How, well, how about this? How about we don't do that? How about we mix it up? How about uh, you... Don't tell anybody that you're planning to play the game. You go to a party at someone else's house, you cut up their blankets into crazy oh. shapes, and you do it secretly. And then when they find out, you see if you can put them all together into one big blanket while the cops are chasing you around trying to arrest you. You essentially just like you have to hide until the coast is clear, and then you pop back into the room and you put another piece on the quilt, and then you got to go hide again in the refrigerator so the cops don't get you. Mm-hmm. And then you just rinse and repeat until hopefully you've gotten as big a quilt as you can out of the remnants of what was their blankets. Well, that's very... Uh, you need a complicated rule book for that game, I think, but it, you could pull it off. Pretty simple. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> 
How about uh, this? Th- here's one idea I have. You just go to an old folks' home, and then you bet on who's going to use more interesting pieces as they're quilting. You go to an uh, old folks' home, you're going to find somebody quilting for sure, probably, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, why don't we put your money where your mouth is? I bet the lady on the left is going to have make the most interesting quilt of all the pieces. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no way, that dude over there looks like he's hot rod ready to go in terms of the crazy pieces (laughs) and then we find out who was right yeah and and then you find out that you're getting kicked out of the uh the nursing home so that's good i would say um this could be fun invite all your friends over Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you have in this fantasy world, you have lots of friends. Right. This is a big lie to begin with. Right. Yeah. You invite them over to your house for the party, and you bust out all your quilts that have all those nasty stains on them, yeah. and you're oxyclean, and just uh, clean your quilts. You just clean them. You just. Oxy. It's like yeah. a Tom Sawyer situation. You kind of trick your friends. Oh, mm-hmm. I got this great game. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. And then everybody paints your fence white, and uh, you got clean quilts. You could also. This is always. I. You know. I don't. I'm not a big connoisseur of party games. As yeah, I know this about This you. may come as a surprise to some listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But I, I, th- I have a vague idea of what goes on at a lot of these party games. Okay. So my idea was you, you take all the buttons um, out of this box and you have to like make little pictures out of them and your friends have to guess what the picture is. But then you have a list of forbidden words and there's a buzzer and you get to buzz each other if you say the words. Okay. Like so, quilt and button and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Yeah, those are the words that are outlawed is quilt and button. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I, that's what I think people do at parties. I'm not sure. Yeah, interesting. This is a terrible idea, but I okay, say okay. We, well, should, uh, we should test it out. Yeah, this is a safe space, right? I can share that idea. <laughs> All right. Andrew, you got a watch on trying to uh, check the time. What time is it? Yeah, I got a watch on here. It's uh, It's family time. family time oh people love this segment uh it's a long tradition on our show of having this segment family time yeah we're trying to get to the real root of the issue here which is who are you going to play this with you can only choose one person and your friend's not available of course because they're off doing something right and uh you got to choose one of your family members to play this with yeah i got a family member in mind who i think we're gonna i'm gonna play this game with for sure all right i got one too you i got, got one, one in my too? head yes all right well why don't we reveal on three? Oh, at the, at the same time yeah okay all right ready one <laughs> Two, two, three, or grandma. grandmother. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like the obvious I knew it. choice for this one. It might be a little hack to choose the grandmama, the Larry Johnson of the family. But uh, I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, you know, it hits. She loves quilting. She loves it. And, but it's not competitive enough for her normal quilting. Know what I mean? So she watches. Let's say your grandma watches you play your Fortnite all day, and you. <laughs> She sees you shooting people in the face to try to be the last one standing. And she's like, I wish I had that, but I've never fired a gun and never will. I'm very anti-gun. <laughs> uh, how can I make my quilting more like that? And right. And it's like, right. um, I got a game in mind for you. How about patchwork? Right. Wow, your grandmother. Okay, she's a little different. I get it. Um, I would say the only drawback to playing with your grandmother, though, is I don't know about you, but my grandmother has a, a sick button collection. So oh, you're screwed. So you, you worry that she's gonna be cheating. She's gonna be like, uh, she's got buttons up her sleeve. Uh-huh, you know? Uh huh. Filtering, shuffling in some more buttons uh, under the table, kind of thing. She's like, oh, I have this ivory button. Whoa, that's oh, it's worth Whoa. twenty. You know? Yeah, and it's also like, hey, wait, unethical. Turn that in. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing ivory. 
Kyrie. She's from a different generation. Yeah, dude. I okay. mean, come on. The greatest generation. That's true. I was also thinking maybe I could play this with my dad or my uncle, you know, especially mm. if they have a toxic masculinity. Because <laughs> okay. then uh, they'll be all like, uh, I ain't doing no wussy quilting. And you can be like, okay, well, fine. If you don't want to win. Oh. And be like, um, do you mean you can win this quilting? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there can be, there's only one winner. And then they'll be like, all right. I'll try it. You know what I mean? It's going to backdoor them <laughs> yeah. in this quilting because they can be, uh, they can dominate. Be like, I'll quilt you up and down the court all day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to wash your butt with this quilt. <laughs> you could, you could play this with your dad, your uncle, any, any member of your family. Uh, two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, in this segment, we uh, we like to figure out between the two of us how sure we are that two people should play this game. So on a scale from zero to 100% sure that two people should take the time to play this game, what do you say, Andrew? How right. sure are you? All right. And remember, zero is the worst quilt you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> okay. 100 is the prize quilt at QuiltCon. Okay. This year. Okay. Uh, I'm going with 90% sure that wow. two people should play this game. For those hardcore listeners out there, you'll know that this is my highest rating so far. Yeah, they know uh, they're following. Yeah, they are. For sure. <laughs> they are. Ninety. Uh, it's I, only ten I just shy think of it's, a perfect score. I just think it's so easy to pick up, and uh, it's quick, and it's you know, despite what the creator of the game says, I don't think it's for total dummies. I think it's got a lot. Yeah, it was of, very mean of him to say that. Yeah, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of uh, depth to it. You know, it's a, and that's that's mm. the thing I love about it. It doesn't take too long, but it still is mm. fun. Right. Absolutely. And that's why I would say that I'm 89% sure oh. that two people should play this game. Yep. It's a reverse uh, Price is Right. It's a, I you went didn't down one by one point. Right. You, you uh, one-downed me. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's uh, normal Price is Right, too, I guess, too. It's, it's whenever you go small in one direction. I, I don't know how to play Price is Right. Anyway, a lot of people play it. Price is Right is for clearly at least three players, <laughs> and that's not we're not covering it on this podcast. Right. 89%, I say. And here is the thing I realized today, Andrew, because... We rented this game to play it, and we returned it, and now we're recording, and I literally, on my way over here today, I was like, I wish we still had that game. I <laughs> want to play that when I get to Andrew's house. You I, know what uh, I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, I think that's a crazy sign. I think that means that I am very, I'm just, that, that it just solidifies my answer. You know, I'm extremely sure. Uh, I really liked it. So I'm going to be 89% sure that people should be spending their time playing this game. I'm definitely I'm definitely buying this game. And so what that means is Patchwork has now an average between the two of us of an 89.5%. Mhm. 89.5. Oh wow. Okay, so where does that put it on the leaderboard? Leaderboard. Yeah, let's see where it falls on our leaderboard, which, of course, you can always see on our website, which is two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com until it changes. <laughs> Hell, it might <laughs> until be Until we get a few bucks. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It might even be different when this comes out. <laughs> but for now, you can always go follow along, see our leaderboard. And if you do, you would notice that Patchwork is now in the second spot from the top. The top spot, of course, Star Wars Empire vs. Rebellion. We're, yeah, we're biased. that was a good That's game. 91.5%. We're big Star Wars fans, so. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell you to tell them that. <laughs> That's our secret. Uh, but it's we've also... Ref- we've, by the way, we've referenced Star Wars in this episode alone like three or four times. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it also puts it above Stratego, yes. which is another love of mine. Um, so it's right there in between Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion and Stratego. Yeah. Sitting at the number two spot, Patchwork. Patchwork, that's big, number two spot. Yeah, I love it. It's a good game. So, Pete, are we cool? Are we cool? After playing this game, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? You know, sometimes those, as we learned from some reviews, you know, reading out there, your relationship can get strained when you play against This each is other. very true. This is very true. So if I had to gamify our relationship, and I don't have to, but I choose to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. My question is, how many points, if we're assigning points to this, how did our relationship get affected by this game? I'm going to go ahead and say four points up, baby. Uh, Big (laughs) raise, because it's fun. And this is a peaceful game where it is competitive, but also it's like you can't deny the fact that you're kind of peacefully building a quilt next to your (laughs) your friend. You know what I mean? I said the same thing. Plus four on... on, Wow, you did? I I did. I have it written right here. Oh, my God. Plus four on... uh, Which, by the way, is also my highest friendship rating yeah. so far on this podcast yeah yeah definitely by far it's the it's for each of us it is the highest it went up i mean i think it's just a nice pleasant little game to play and it's not like one where you're an orc swinging an axe at your best friend or whatever <laughs> you're literally you're like hey i'm gonna take this piece of fabric and and uh, combine it with my other piece that's of fabric right. and they're like oh okay that's fine i'm gonna also do the same you know it's a very it's a very nice pleasant game quilting quilting brings people together you know yeah actually the distorted vision of quilting that this is brings people together. Very true, very true. Uh, it also brings patches together. Oh, yes. That's nice. Oh, my gosh. I, I am all patched out here, I'd say. Yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. Go ahead and tune in next time, unless you get another friend, in which case you should be tuning into Ali Ali Oxen 3. Yeah, that's a super fun and wacky uh, board game podcast for three players. Uh, it's a fun one. So. Go there if you get another friend. But if you don't, and I know you won't, Come on back. Check out our website, people. Don't forget, you can email us, and uh, I'm sure we'll be on Twitter and all that stuff, too. Yeah, any kind of esophagus shape you want to send on <laughs> in the subject, you should write esophagus shape. Again, or hashtag on Twitter, esophagus shape, and go ahead and tag us in that tweet. All right. Again, I don't know if I want to push that hard as my co-host here on that stuff, but yeah. You know, I don't just... think I want to push it that hard either, but <laughs> what can I say? All right. Enjoy your esophaguses, people. Have a good See week. you next time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?